I'm Coach Mickey, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today. And if this is your first time joining us, come on in and make yourself comfortable. And for those of you, my circle of friends who join us on a regular basis, I'm so glad that you do. Thank you so much for always reaching out to my guests and supporting them and asking your comments, your questions, and your suggestions of who you'd like to have or hear on uh, Coach Mickey and Friends. Uh, It has been so much fun, and I'm really excited to have this person on today. And this is this is just going to be a good time. This is just going to be fun. I had an opportunity to meet this woman uh, multiple times uh, through multiple events. Uh, we've never really had an opportunity to share and connect uh, until recently. And she is a plethora of stories. She's fun. And I just felt we really needed to have someone like her on today's podcast to share a little, little insight, little love, and a, and a little inspiration. So thank you so much for joining me today, Patty Lambert. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I am, I'm really excited to have you today. I mean, we have a mutual friend and some of you have heard her on my podcast before and my YouTube channel, uh, Jody Moncrief. And uh, Patty is a mutual friend, uh, more, more friend with Jody, but uh, she has spoke so highly of you and she said, you have got to have this gal on your podcast. So thank you so much for taking the time today to be with us. Thank you. So you said you had something you wanted to share uh, that was really kind of unique and different that transpired within your community. Yes. uh, It's called Wine on the Wall. It is a ton of fun. It's a beautiful way to bring people together and get them connected. And it all started with uh, one woman who happened to move here from back east with her family. She had two sons and a husband and two dogs at the time. And, you know, they, they were just so warm and welcoming. And we already had a great neighborhood that was very warm and welcoming, but they just really enhanced it and took it to a new level. So when they were new, uh, she would go out and sit on her brick wall with a glass of wine and, you know, just meet people. And it started with two, her other neighbor, started with two ladies, grew to three, and eventually the whole neighborhood was down there and you take your dogs and everything. And it's a Friday night thing. We'd have a, in the winter months cooler, we would have a uh, pit fire <laughs> and yeah, it was all safe, but we had a variety of characters at this. We have a project manager. We had a teacher, we had a bondsman. Uh, we had a fireman, of course, you know, we had the fire pits, so we had to have him and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, a couple of retirees. Uh, I was there myself. Um, and, you know, I have my own business, as well as people would just walk up on the neighborhood and say, what a cool thing to do. And what that did was that created such a beautiful vibe and welcoming atmosphere for everyone. You felt like you could go up to anybody's door at any time if you needed help or, or needed to borrow something. You, you just had that warmth about the whole neighborhood. And um, it was really encompassed mainly. Uh, six houses and you know we're all different we all have different ways of thought but just the fact that we all got together and communicated such diverse personalities we all were to get together and have such a good time which turned into potlucks um, celebrations on holidays like fourth of july where you'd play cornhole and barbecue and all that wonderful stuff to um 
winter progressive parties at the holidays and a white elephant party, which kind of got wild sometimes, which is kind of crazy. Um, we had gifts show up, everything from a plunger, you know, yes, a toilet plunger. I just did say that to um, crazy board games and crazy mugs. I mean, it and just really created an atmosphere of in, in the world where so many crazy things go on. You didn't even know anything was, else was going on. It was such a fun time and such a good place to be. Warm, welcoming, exciting. Uh, we'd share our weekly stories. Uh, you did not have to drink wine, by the way. You could have a soda, iced tea, beer, martini, whatever your fancy was. Um, you know, celebrated birthdays. So we got a birthday list going. Everybody knew everybody's dog. It was just a really, really warm, inviting atmosphere for all of us, something we all enjoyed um, and something we still do. That family was here. That family left last June, which was really, you know, sad for all of us, but it does carry on. Um, and they just created something that that we will have a lifetime of memories and just just good feelings about, you know, and all of us. And we are still in contact with those people. That's what a great thing it did for us. We still are in contact with them. They have moved back to Virginia um, because of his job. He moved around a lot. But, you know, what a wonderful thing. So if we want to go to Virginia. We've got a place to go and stay. They want to come here. They have a place to stay. It, it was just that kind of um, friendship and bonding. And they all had, we don't have kids, but, you know, most of the people did have kids. So the kids were there and it was great for them. And a variety of ages, everything from started with a five-year-old up to a 21-year-old. And of course, they've all grown up since then. I don't know why, you know, I mean, they just have to do that, I guess. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, kids so, are notorious for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're so cute when they're little. And I don't mean they're not when they get big, but, you know. They're different. They come up and, <laughs> yes, they come up and hug you when they're little. They're happy to see you. So um, it just really just created such a beautiful feeling. and fun and we had we had some crazy things happen um we actually had uh someone calls about the pit fire one day so we had the fire department come and lo and behold our firemen knew everybody (laughs) (laughs) i mean that was kind of funny that was fun and what was great about it is we were able to carry this on through covid which was really wonderful because it gave us all a place to go yes we spaced our chairs yes we wore masks when we had to um, if one of us wasn't feeling well, or we, we had a couple of COVIDs, um, they didn't show up. But even a couple of times when they pe- enough people did have COVIDs, we would do Zoom calls for wow. for wine on the wall. Yeah, we would do a Zoom and you could see everybody's face and talk. And what was funny about that is everybody picked a different background. One guy had the mountains, one guy had the beach, one person had sunflowers, you know, Mine was my messy office. (laughs) (laughs) You just kept it real. (laughs) Mine was real, yes. Yes, this is the reality of my life. But um, just, you know, even though all that happened, you know, the the bond that that it created and built amongst all of us and the comfort, you know, when somebody's pet would pass away, it was like tragic for all of us, not just the family, everybody. Um you know, so we would all get together and, you know, console them and help them as best you can, you know, losing a pet, just like losing as losing, literally losing a family member to most of us in the group anyway. 
Oh, so, yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree just, with that. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, just a wonderful vibe. Uh, and we all still have a good time. We do miss them. And it's just what a what I highly recommend getting this going in your own neighborhood. You do not need a wall. Now that they are gone, someone else has moved in there. It's a bunch of young boys. I don't really think they want to be bothered by us. But um, but we do it in a driveway sometimes. We drew it in our backyard. We do it in the other neighbor's backyard. One neighbor's got a great front yard for it. So now we just move it around. The reason it stayed at the wall was because the original founder of it had two small children and didn't want to leave them you know, home alone. So they could come out, she could go in and check on them, or they could come out and hang with us, which they did a lot. And they would come out and after about 30 minutes, they'd be tired and they'd go to bed. You know, we wore little kids out, believe it or not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was kind of fun. But um, just what, what a, what a great way to build your neighborhood. You know, what a great way to build those relationships and take away all the all the prejudices and preconceived ideas of, of who's living next to you, which, I mean, I don't think everybody does that, but it's very easy to get caught up in your own world and move in and say, Oh, I don't know who lives there. You know, this, this is the car they drive and this is what I see them do every day when I'm out. You know, it, it took all that away and made us all human and real people, which I thought was really a great thing to do. That's just my opinion, but I do think that was a great thing to do. So if you're in a situation where you can do a wine on the wall or a soda on the wall or whatever the case may be, you don't have to do it every week. We did, um, you know, make it a monthly thing or something. But my my strong suggestion is get to know your neighbors, get to know your community, get to know the people you're around. It uh, doesn't matter, you know, where they went to school or what they do for a living. Everybody matters. You know, everybody's got a everybody's got a story and everyone matters because in the end of the at the end of the day, you might need one of them for something. You might need a ride. You might need help. You might need who knows. You know, you might want to just socialize with someone. It's wonderful. We can all socialize with you that are not just at wine on the wall. But, you know, during the week we have a teacher. We can visit with her during the summer whenever we want. We're always sad when the summer comes to end because she loses some of her free time. Uh, just you know it's just it's just a good 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 feeling to be in a neighborhood like that that's it's so. really that's really inspiring um i'm very lucky because i moved into a neighborhood that's a cul-de-sac and i've never lived on a cul-de-sac and i wish i had done this earlier when my son was younger because there are so many kids here and they're always out building ramps and riding their bikes and, and doing stuff together but one of the things that is really neat. I've got a lot of small children that are that are in a couple of the houses that surround me. And the families take turns putting up a Disney movie up on their garage door. And they have all the chairs out there. And some of them put out like the blow-up mattresses. And they've got the snacks and all the kids come over and they watch a movie on on the uh, garage door. And it is the coolest thing. And every time I see it across the street, it just melts my heart because they're so precious. You know, and I've gotten to know my my neighbors and you know their kids they they always see my dog so they're always calling for or um i and i don't know why it is patty but this is so funny they i've got 
one, two, three, three different neighbors that have got three different dogs that all, whenever my front door is open, because it's been really nice and I've had the, the doors open, the windows open, they run into my house. As soon as they're outside, they come into my house and they, my neighbors crack up. They're like, what is it? And I'm, you know, I'm just working on my computer. I'm in my office and I'll look down and there's my neighbor from across the street's dog and he's next to me. And then I'll, you know, another day later, I've got another one that's running through the house that comes in and grabs a toy and then runs through my office. And I just have to laugh because every time I turn around, I've got another animal in my house at somebody else's, but it cracks me up. But they're, they're wonderful people. And you're right. I would have, um, would have never gotten to know them unless I reached out. You know, you move in as the new person and these people have lived here, you know, for many, many years. And even the neighbors across the street just bought the house. And I knew the people that sold the house and uh, she was actually a chef and uh, she moved on to Arizona and then another family moved in and they're great. And you're right. It doesn't take much, but to just go out and, and say hi, you know, or, you know, Hey, if you need something, you know, I've got an elderly lady that lives next door to me and she's got fruit trees that are uh, always in abundance. Well, she said to me, she goes, anything that grows on your side of the fence is yours. So I've had, I've picked grapes, I've picked apples, I've picked pomegranates, I've picked lemons. And it's, you know, and actually the apples, I picked a bunch of apples and I made into two pies and I took her one. But, you know, I, you're right. It doesn't take much um, to collaborate with your neighbors and you don't have to live in a housing development to do it. I mean, even if you live on a long street, I guarantee guarantee there's like, you know, even the two people to your right, and the two people to the left, you know, you could get, get to know them. Uh, what a, what a wonderful thing that was started and, and to learn and to grow and not only that to share, uh, just being human, you know, just being human beings and being able to collaborate with each other and, and just enjoying life. I mean, that is, that is so neat. And you said you guys still do this. You still uh, do this, even though they've, they've gone, you know, they've moved back to Virginia. We, yes, we still do it. As a matter of fact, we are having a birthday party for the white lab next door named rifle today. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I have been collecting tennis balls for him. We're going to load up our pool with the tennis balls because this is his dream come true. That's a pool so full cute. of tennis balls. So he's got a little brother, uh, Ruger and an older sister, uh, river. They will all come over, but you know, um, we we open our house up to the neighbors to come over and swim whenever they would like. We they need to let us know so we know they're going to be there. But um, because you know, I mean, you don't want to come home and like oh, who's in the house. But <laughs> but it's um, so kind of you, Patty. I mean, that is just they, so kind yeah, of you. It's great. They come over, and today is Rifle's big day. I've got bags and bags of balls I've been collecting for months, and uh, I don't know if I have quite three hundred, but I have at least a hundred, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> and it will not fill the pool, but it will make his, his dream come true. I know that. That's so that's one of the things cute. we do. And we have this one floaty that the little boy across the street, this is how time flies. He gave me this floaty. He must have been maybe, oh gosh, he's 17. We've been here. So, so he was probably about 10 years old. Gave me this. It was such a big deal. And it had a name on the back and it was called Chad. So I, you know, I said, oh, thank you. So I put Chad in the pool. He was so excited. that is the only floaty that has survived in this pool through rain, through wind. I think all the rest are out in the street somewhere, but um, <laughs> Chad has never left us. And uh, we've all agreed that when Chad finally deflates and 
goes to that floaty in the sky that we're going to have a uh, burial at pool for him. So, so, you know, that's the kind of neighborhood it is. I mean, we, we celebrate things, we get together. If I have to go out of town, I'm very comfortable because I know if my husband needs something, you know, he's got people to hang out with. He's not that he wouldn't anyway, but I mean, they're next door, you know, they're going to come over and socialize with them. They will call him up and say, come on over, we'll feed you. It's just wonderful. You know, our one neighbors next door have us over for Thanksgiving every year. She builds this, she cooks this turkey that looks like something out of home and garden. Not only is it good and looks beautiful, it's decorated to the nines. So, I mean, just that's the kind of place that we live in, um, which is which is so nice and so warming and so comfortable. And uh, just, yeah, so we, we just move it around now. It happens, our neighbors across the street, because they have a huge driveway, um, they tend to host it a lot because they have room for the bonfire. Uh, we don't do the bonfire in our yard because we have things that could get torched. <laughs> that would not be good. Even with a fireman, that would not be good. But um, but they do come over and, you know, we have fun. And, you know, when they come to our house, they can get in the jacuzzi. Um, when we do it across the street, it's more of the traditional. When we do it next door, it's out in front and they have a fire pit so we can do the fire pit. I, it's just, you know, nice. So whether it's in a driveway or a yard or, you know, wherever it may be, you anybody can do this anywhere. It's just a great bonding experience to have. Our, our one neighbor on the one side of us, every year on Halloween, um, we show a spooky movie and give out Halloween candy. Cute. So we all take our bags of Halloween candy over there and let the kids, you know, take what they want. We don't We don't watch them. We just go, just help yourself. There's so much candy out there. We, we never get rid of it all, ever. Even with them taking gobs and gobs of handfuls, which we don't care about, we it's we still have some left at the end of the night. And this year, I don't know if you've seen it, but, um, you know, those used Rocher chocolates wrapped in foil? Yeah, yeah. There was a guy pulling a stunt where he was taking the chocolates out and putting Brussels sprouts ah. in them. Yeah, my husband wants to do that. He thinks that's funny. So does everybody else. Um <laughs> I don't know if I would think that's funny <laughs> as a kid to open yeah. it up and see this green sprout. Probably not. Yeah. But, uh, that's the kind of kookiness that they do on this. I mean, and they, they, they have the men have their own little texting thing called local bros. Uh, the women, not so much because we'll just chat, chat, chat. But, you know, we have a feed now with every neighbor on it. So we alert one another when something's going on. Uh, it's it's great for security because I have I've been at work and I've gotten texts from my neighbor. Hey, someone in a red truck's in front of your house, and I'll text them back and I go, "That's okay. That's the repair guy for this." And it's like, okay, should I go over and look? I go, yeah, go check and see what he's doing. <laughs> That's know? really nice. It's not. It's nice to have that because you're right. It takes it to one more level, you know. Yes. And you know, especially if someone's going to be out of town, that you're kind of watching. It's the same thing, like across the street. I have a couple of them that actually have campers and they're gone. You know, they'll take off and go. And I know when they're gone, you know, because they'll say, hey, I'm going to be gone for a couple of days. And you're right. You know, it's kind of nice to be able to have, you know, knowing somebody's looking out for your place. Same thing for me. If I'm gone, you know, and I, I travel a lot, I was traveling quite a bit. Or if I'm gone for like a weekend or a week, you know, it's kind of nice to say, hey, I'm going to be gone. Can you guys keep an eye on my house? So, 
that's that's wonderful, you know, to be able to to do that and, and collaborate and come, you know, come together and just kind of be more than just friends. You know, you guys are watching out for each other. How many families do you think you guys have? I mean, how many families actually uh, do what, you know, together, come together with you in your neighborhood? Well, um, you know, it has grown, but there are still the, the there are still five main families because the sixth one moved, but we have connected with other people down at the other end of the neighborhood now. And those women have started a, uh, a what's up group. And that is great because we, we communicate with everybody and it's become a huge community. We still just are still just basically the five houses that are one on the wall. People. This episode was brought to you by KeepOnSharing.com. They're calling themselves the first truly ethical social network. They'll share back 50% of their revenue with their users, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's free to register and they never sell your information. You can list your products, events, and content for free. Adult content accounts, be gone. They're fun, positive, and encouraging sites supporting local business. In a day and age where social media sites, even well-established ones, are being brought to light left and right for their questionable and sometimes downright archaic business practices, KeepOnSharing.com is a well-needed breath of fresh air. While you can share personal content, news articles, or just about anything for fun and profit, the marketplace allows practically anyone to sell anything at any time from anywhere. But on this site, you are the boss. I cannot express how amazing it is that KeepOnSharing.com shares 50% of all revenue back with the users on top of having a truly transparent, supportive, and clean business model. Check them out. I'm signing up. Will you? Go ahead and meet me on there. Just go to keeponsharing.com. A link will be provided in this episode's description. 